When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, decoms, and music, the Time Machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Whew. Feels good knowing we're back, baby. (laughs) Oh, we get to talk about content again. Yeah, finally. Like stuff Um, and things. Yeah, and thank you all for keeping the adventure going as we kind of pivoted until we could get back on track. But more importantly, we're glad the strike is over because that means um, our favorite people who are involved in the writing and making of these and acting are hopefully getting a better deal than they had before, which was the whole point of this. And so that's why we wanted to stop. And so thank you all so much for um, pivoting with us. So I hope y'all had uh, as much fun listening to them as there were a little um because we our last content episode was get a clue and that was at the end of july end of july so it's been a couple months at least a hundred something days um but there's there's an excitement doing this and because we have because i haven't watched and yeah you click on the episode you know we're watching we watched the sweet life is the sweet life on deck episode um it was like fun to watch stuff again i know it feels right <laughs> i haven't done it in so long it feels it feels good so i feel like that's the biggest thing we wanted to break at the beginning of this yeah, episode yeah the biz is already back in a big way they shook all the stars in their beds and said get up get up <laughs> get up get up <laughs> i thought it was get hysterical that like brie larson and tom hiddleston were like rushed onto the stage to like, promote their movie that came out the next day literally we're rushing like the hunger game stuff and they already had an agreement they're sprinting they are out of breath the stars now they're like yeah so i'm sure i like read an article that all the talk shows are pivoting in an opposite direction that they had all these like lineups of of people who probably wouldn't get on the show that easily (laughs) you know what i mean because to promote their stuff and now that all these people are doing it again so shout out to the people who had their moment on talk shows who probably yeah. It would have taken them a lot longer to get on certain things or to promote them. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, there's You'll bidding have... wars already in the works. <sighs> and I wanted to bring this up because there's already a cinematic bidding war for the film rights to Britney Spears' autobiography that just came out. Which mm-hmm. I, since Spotify has granted us uh, 15 free hours of audiobooks a month if you're a premium user now. Which is it's been great to listen while I work, but I've been listening to Britney Spears' book. And we talked about Jonas Brothers Living the Dream last week. And two prominent figures 
from Jonas Bro- that Jonas Brothers era were prominent at the beginning of Britney Spears' career, pretty much up until I think she was under the conservatorship and her father kind of like fired everybody that was working for them. Yeah. But Big Rob was her security guard and Felicia, last name uh, unknown. I don't know. She's just, Britney just calls her Felicia too in the book. But Felicia was her like assistant and close like confidant throughout the beginning of her career pretty much up until circus like the circus era and that's about like 2008 2007 that's when Mm -hmm. the jonas brothers really popped off i know and i guess they jumped ship yeah from one mouseketeer to the other but (laughs) the book is i think i would recommend listening to the audiobook over reading it because i feel like it just flows better when it's being read by by uh, Michelle Williams. <laughs> Michelle Williams. Uh, but I I enjoyed my time with it. It was a very it was it was powerful. It was fun. Uh, it was upsetting. It was it was a lot of different things. So check yeah. it out, especially if you have <laughs> the Spotify hours. Yeah, if you have a Spotify Premium, go. Yeah, for it. Yeah, it's only like five I'm, hours, so you can still listen to a whole other book. I'm listening to the Matthew Perry biography. Did you, which have like kind did of, you buy it, though? Because you said it wasn't I have good. it, but I wanted to listen to the audio, audiobook because it's narrated by him. Aww. Um, And all the friends have officially posted individual statements. Ooh, it's sad. I'll let them it, speak it's for themselves. Um, but yeah, some, some, some books to... So, some book recommendations if you're into celebrity memoirs. Some books. Buyer beware if you are not the primary owner of the account, like if you're on a duo plan or a family plan. You don't get the free books because oh. I get the free books, but uh, my partner does not. They said, you got a family, you got to buy the books. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids can't read uh, without you paying us. Right, right. Speaking of buy the books, it's time to get buy the books and hit our daily Disney 411. Yes, the stars are on the move again. Disney 411. Um, all right. Uh, first story of the docket is a little Grammy rundown because we got some Disney Channel alumni making waves and gunning for gold for the Grammys. Um, we have Olivia Rodrigo nominated for Record of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Pop Solo Performance, Album of the Year, Best Pop Vocal Album, and Best Rock Song. We have Coco Jones, um, who is from uh, Let It Shine. We have, she's nominated for Best New Artist, Best R&B Performance, Best R&B Song, Best Traditional R&B Performance, um, and Best R&B Album. And finally, 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 Miley Cyrus, nominated for six, including Record of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Pop Solo Performance, Best Pop Vocal Album, Best Pop Duo and Group Performance with Brandi Carlisle, and surprisingly, at least to me, album of the year for endless summer vacation i know so i'm so excited for miley cyrus and all, all, all these people but miley a lot of people say, i think yeah, a lot of people are well a lot of people on twitter are saying this is um justice for plastic art which it it simply has to be like album um, of the year mm. album of the year like isn't that the top <laughs> prize for a grammy Anyway, she's nominated for the biggest categories you can 
be nominated yeah, for. The, the Brandy Carlisle uh, Thousand Miles nom was kind of a surprise to me, too, because that wasn't released as, like, a single or anything. Yeah, I'm wondering how that works. But I'm excited. A lot of people really think this could be Miley's time because she's been up to bat before and just, like, has never well made it all I the way. I think I texted this to you. I, she's had Grammy, at least in my... I'm in my Miley rose colored glasses. I believe she's had songs and performances and albums that are Grammy worthy. Of course. And like the climb part in the USA, all that stuff. I think she's in the perfect sweet spot, sweet spot because now she's making songs um, when she's not a Disney star, um, you know, and that are Grammy, nom- Grammy worthy stuff. And now, and she's not making stuff where her quote unquote image is quote unquote, not sitting right with, offending people sort of like bangers and all that stuff um now she's like in the sweet spot where she's not a disney star anymore she's just kind of doing her own thing no one is like why are you swinging naked on a wrecking ball kind of stuff so i hope she at least gets one award i really think this could be her night i don't Um, think she's gonna sweep I don't think she's going to sweep either. I, I think Taylor may take home a thing or two. I know okay, Boy Genius is nominated like, for a lot. I don't want... I I think Olivia... I don't want Billie Eilish to win anything. <laughs> I'm just like... I don't know. If you're like... So, best pop vocal album is like Kelly Clarkson, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, Olivia... Miley and then Ed Sheeran. Remember that one year that this happened? It was all ladies and Ed Sheeran and Ed, and Ed Sheeran won. <laughs> Everyone was like, "What?" Watch him do it again. No, I think Ed Sheeran's time <laughs> has, has like has passed. Well, you know, you're, you're always for like a couple of years. There's always an artist who's like, like you sneeze and they get nominated and get an award. Yeah, and for a time that was Ed Sheeran. Um. Olivia's and, some of Olivia's nominations are interesting to me. I think specifically "Ballad of a Homeschool Girl" in the rock song category is a little bit surprising. Yeah, I, Again, I mean, does, does it deserve to be there? I don't know. Um, a lot of people in my side of things were saying the Paramore should have slipped into that category, but they are Ooh. nominated for two. If you're curious, and then yeah, I just I feel like nowadays the Grammys like to don't they don't like to do sweeps anymore. Yeah. They like to kind of give everyone at least one, which I, and also for best pop vocal album, Miley's the only nominee who's never won a Grammy before. Hmm. And best solo performance, pop solo performance. We'll see. So that's why I'm like, give her at least one. I know. You know. She better be there. I think she's going to be there because she posted on her Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or her team posted. So I think if she doesn't come to this, we're never seeing her again. Um, <laughs> if Beyonce and Taylor Swift can show up to this, she will be there. In my opinion, I would. She may not perform, but she'll be there. I just hope she gets some <sighs> flowers. Boo, 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 boo. All right. Speaking, speaking of speaking, Ashley Tisdale posted on her Instagram story that she is back in the studio. Some people thought it was to record new music, but then she released a video where she said, Mom, Phineas and Ferb are having a new season. So she's officially back in the recording studio to record the new season of Phineas and Ferb. Um, I think it's coming to Disney+. Plus. I think we were not sure if the entire cast was coming back, but why wouldn't they? Um, 
So are you excited to, are you hoping it en- ends up being both music and- I would love that. Per- I love the video of her in the recording studio and her like full sweats and Uggs living that voice yeah, actor life. Yeah, you said life. her fit. <laughs> I know that's oh, how everybody good. rolls up to the voice acting studio. They say, y'all don't have Except to see like, me. I'm rolling out of bed. Was like the, when like when artists do promotional stuff for their voice work and they like look all fancy and stuff because it's for like the dvds and for press releases but in all actuality when you're when you know you're not going to be on camera it's time for to put on those sweats and call it a day <laughs> exactly not to be a downer but it is interesting that why haven't they done, why haven't they done a new kim possible uh season i mean i feel they, like i don't know i guess they tried with the live action and the reception was yeah, so but poor that they don't want to try again but it's because it's a live action. <laughs> Come on. All right. Speaking of, I don't have a segue, so here we go. <laughs> the Iron Claw. Uh, Zach Efron revealed in a new interview that his Iron Claw co-star poked fun at him by belting out a High School Musical song on set. I sung some of Breaking Free to Zach when I was playing my music scene. That was definitely a live experience that I'll never forget. Stanley Simmons told during a live Q&A event, when I was singing the song, he was like, oh, you're not hitting it. You're not hitting it. I was like, oh, and I redid it, and I think I did a good job. And Zac Efron later chimed in, calling that moment one of the most fun days. What song do you think it was that on it? (laughs) Didn't he just say I sang a little bit of Breaking Free to Zac? Oh, I'm an idiot, yes. (laughs) (laughs) You wish it was bet on it. Well, because a Breaking Free is a Drew Seeley original. Oh. Yeah, that's not even Zach. So Zach's like, you're not hitting it. Neither could I. <laughs> <laughs> There's two of us Come in this on, room, I... and neither one of us can sing that song. <laughs> <laughs> There's two of us in this room, and not one of us can sing this note. Um, are you going to see the Iron Claw? I'm interested. I don't know really? if I'll see it in a theater, but it sounds I thought, like interesting to me. I looked at the trailer and I felt like I saw the entire movie in the trailer. That's like every movie trailer these days. And I've had it. Yeah. Give give me surprise. Mm. Give me surprise. It's like every oh, comedy, oh, like, the funniest like the mean jokes girls, are in the like trailer. the Mean Girls trailer. <sighs> well, the Mean Girls trailer is just hiding what it actually is. That's <laughs> <laughs> not what I'm asking for. <laughs> Oh, um, also not an official story, but Lindsay Lohan and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis posted on Instagram. They did. Ah! Now that the strikes are over, it's coming. But before we wrap up Disney 411, a quick update that I saw on the internet. A little update on the story that we talked about last week, pop music being so back with Sabrina Carpenter and the drama with the church from the Feather music video. Apparently the pastor that like approved the thing is no longer pastoring and they blessed the whole church with holy (laughs) pastor is no longer pastoring (laughs) they (laughs) the church said i feel so much like a feather with you up my mind while they're dumping holy water in all the corners crazy yeah good for sabrina (laughs) making waves making waves in the holy water um, and that's all uh, the Disney 411 we have for you. All right. Well, the biggest 411 is that we are back covering content again. And I'm so glad because this date you was were, coming up. You were, I was so it, anxious. It was a race against time for you. <laughs> it really was. It was like a race 
all the way down to the finish line. But here we are. Um, the official date was yesterday, but as we all know, because Disney Channel knows that we know, and they've been posting about it, uh, 15 years ago today, or on November 16th, Zach and Cody try to get a reservation at a restaurant in Rome, Italy, and they are told that they cannot get on the books until November 16th, 2023, and Cody squeaks, but that's in 15 years! And that date has finally come. Fifteen years went by very fast, ladies and germs. It was a race against time for real. Yeah. So we are covering the Sweet Life on Deck episode When in Rome. It aired January twenty-third, two thousand and nine. Um, my favorite thing about this is when we were gearing up to watch this, Becca decks me and goes, I thought this was a Sweet Life Zack and Cody episode. I did. <laughs> the joke's on you. I just love how the first thing back is Sweet Life on Deck, which neither, neither of us are fans of. I was a bit disappointed. I'm not going to lie, though. There were parts of this episode that felt kind of like a return to form for classic Sweet Life. And I think that that's because Woody is nowhere to be found in this up. And Zack and Cody's storylines are together. And it's just Zach and, and with Mosby together. as well. They have a couple scenes with Mosby, yeah. and then there's a couple. Uh, eventually, London's plotline gets intertwined with Bailey's, but for the first like half of this episode, Bailey is kind of in and out. So it felt yeah. like a return to form to classic Sweet Life, and then I think towards the end, it like hard right turns into some strange territory where yeah. it just becomes a ripoff of other Disney Channel shows. Yeah, it's yeah, so exactly. weird. This is a strange so, episode. It is a strange episode, um, but the main plots of this episode is Cody and Zach um, try to get a reservation for this fancy restaurant. The ship Gigi's is docked in, in Italy. So in Italy, they're spending the weekend. And um, they obviously can't have a reservation for another 15 years. So they get hired as cooks off the street and in order and they have to survive. They can't get fired. Because if, um, cause if they're still hired by the end of the night, Gigi herself will have dinner with them and they could finally eat. Meanwhile, Lyndon meets this guy. Named, what's his name? Luca. Luca. Um, and she, Bailey finds out that him and his dad are conning London out of her money. Um, so let's, let's set sail. And let's oh, travel back 15 years ah, ago. I'm just like so excited to talk about an episode again. Yeah. Um, so the episode begins with um, not a terrible Bailey fit, <laughs> um, but not you calling out her ha- fits from the jump. That's my job. I mean, sorry. <laughs> Look at my notes. It says Bailey SOS, but not because her fits were bad, because her shirt says SOS. <laughs> okay, Joe Bro Girl. SOS. Right. She's she, a, she went to the Yankee Stadium. She started this episode off immediately annoying me. With with bubble wrap, not bubble wrap. Saran wrap, because uh, she comes in Saran and she's wrap. like, my dad has always told me that there's pickpockets in big cities. So she's having London help like saran wrap all around her Which booty. when I went overseas for the first time in high school, they told us that too. They're like, be careful. There's pickpockets. So I will say, um, but London's like, are you trying to cover up your outfit? Because I can see right through it. 
so it's not a it's not a episode of the sweet life if people aren't dogging on bailey and like even like they would dog on maddie all the time but even i feel like bailey got the worst of it um also bailey's from a hometown where the goose is a mayor help (laughs) (laughs) someone help the town like what's happening over there where where's oh he's from she's from Kettlecorn, kansas so the mayor of Kettlecorn, kansas is a goose these aren't the things that we know about this town (laughs) bailey's shirt is true sos that's from her hometown oh my god mosby is Uh, ready to roll he is in the most like like, vacation dad he looks like he looks like the genie at the end of aladdin (laughs) when when he's on vacation minus the goofy hat minus the goofy hat he he has a goofy hat but not a goofy Goofy hat hat. he's got a big (laughs) camera around his neck matching top and bottom he's ready to go and um zach and cody want to tag along with mosby Mm -hmm. and mosby obviously is not having it and he goes zip 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 because he's like telling him to be quiet and they're like that's what we were trying to say zip 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 your fly is undone (laughs) (laughs) hey we got a fly joke um and then bailey oh bathroom joke alert bathroom joke alert (laughs) wee woo she's like help i have to pee Cause she's in saran wrap and then we get the theme song so yeah this episode like usually so far it wasn't like so no- nothing has turned me off around this episode so far it's like just a kind of a st- like i feel like i will say zach and cody's plot really just has low stakes yeah they just want to get into this restaurant with whose money by the way um and it's supposed to be the most fanciest um, restaurant in Rome. And they just can't get into it. And I'm like, go to another one? Cody wants go to, to go to, to that one. I know, but still, I just feel like that's a... The, the stakes are so low. It's like, all you want is a good breadstick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. And we'll get more into it. Just the entire time, I'm like, this can be easily solved. Um. So we we cut to um, London and um, Bailey after a big shopping spree. And of course, Bailey has all the bags. Yep. It ain't a scene with London if she's not coming back from somewhere and someone is behind her holding all of her bags. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see um, this this guy uh, singing in the corner. London having her Two Girls 2 moment being swooned by oh, a man I was saying... playing guitar. Oh, I was saying uh, more Paolo from Lizzie McGuire. He's like a blend, yeah. Because he's also scamming her, like Paolo did. <laughs> did you clock the song he was singing? Share with the class. Apparently, I didn't notice until I looked it up, but when Luca is singing and London falls for him, the song he was singing was Could You Be the One by Tony Aller from As the Bell Rings. So how would we, but how are we supposed to know that? <laughs> I guess you're just supposed to be a true fan and like recognize the tune. It's like when, how they put Miracles Happen in another language on the Princess Diaries 2 soundtrack. Like I still know don't that's compare, Miracles Happen. Don't compare Miracles Happen to a song from As the Bell Rings. 
I'm sorry. I'm like sorry. what? I'll pay for my sins. What that? <laughs> You're like what? All right, I'll let you slide for that one. It was just once. an example. It was an example, more so. It was an example, but it was so London, of course, um, is infatuated with this guy and is giving him money, and then she, he goes, um, "I don't play for money. I play for love." Oh, uh, and then of course, you know, Ryan flex on us. <laughs> um, that should have been the first thing that he's a scammer. Um, so London tells Bailey to go back to the ship and drop off her thing. And Bailey goes, does it look like I'm a servant to you? Uh, and London goes, here's 50 bucks. And then, of course, Bailey is gung-ho and taking things Bailey the takes ship. the money in her and mouth I... and all but barks at London. And then she immediately I... is like, taxi! So, like, that 50 bucks is probably just going to pay for the taxi back to, to the ship. To get a taxi. Um, I wrote down that this is, that was a very London Maddie joke to do. Oh, yeah. London giving Maddie, like, Maddie doesn't want to do something, and London gives her, like, here's $500. And Maddie's like, okay. Like, I wrote down, I was like, oh, that is That's classic London. Joke from the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. But it's not Maddie. It's <laughs> Bailey. Ooh, SOS. <laughs> We're Bailey hater. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just like, you can't outdo the doer. Right. I'm very like lukewarm to cold on on Bailey in general, especially when she gets with Cody. It's just like a whole nother level of yeah frustration. Because then it's not Zach and Cody anymore. It's like Cody's with Bailey in his storylines, and Zach is with whoever other women so on the show. Yeah, so that's why it was fun for this one. I think this is the first Sweet Life is on Deck episode where Zach and Cody's storyline when they're together doesn't involve other people. Really, it's just the two of them, which is fun to watch. Yeah. So this, the first of many times that this happens, this guy's uncle rounds the corner. He's always just magically there. Um, what was it? His uncle Carlo? Was that what it was? Yeah, the uncle appears like Swiper from Dora, just on the <laughs> corner, whenever he gets a chance. You could tell he was waiting for his cue, like rocking on his heels, ready to spring out from around the set piece every time that he comes in. Exactly, exactly. But he comes in and is like, why are you out here playing your guitar for free? Like, we only play for prime ministers and get away from this tourista. And they leave together. Yeah. And London goes, I'm not a tourista. I'm a Libra. Right, so what does that mean? Does that match with who London is if she's a Libra? I I think so, yes. Okay, because you're more into astrological signs than I am. You're more into astrological signs than I am, genius. <laughs> I'm not um, on that level with it. And then we get like a Victoria Beckham. He like also plays apparently for Victoria Beckham and yeah. David Beckham. So now they're into this. And then Zach and Cody enter the scene because the the whole and, most of the episode takes place in this like plaza, which is right then, yeah, in front of the and, restaurant. I'm like, you're not gonna go to the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Mm-mm. You're not gonna go to the Trevi Fountain. No, they no, invested no go money into into Rome. We're just at the this Liz- random well, plaza where this restaurant. They're still trying to, to make back their money from. They're still trying to make back their money from flying Hillary Duff out <laughs> to Rome. They're like, we can't, we can't do that. They're like, do you know episode. how much it was to book the Coliseum? <laughs> it was we're still trying to make our money back 
But Zach and Cody uh, are trying we- to get into this. What it is a four star restaurant. They find out later when they're working there that it acquired the fifth star, and they are showing up in shorts and a t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so is Mosby later. Yeah, and Mosby, Mosby apparently has had the reservation for 15 years. At least that's what's implied. I believe it. I believe it. See, but then I wondered, like, because the chef is the one who goes up to the host stand, which seems kind of abnormal. Which, which yeah, why is the chef? So you're, who's running the kitchen? Apparently the, kitch- the, the kitchen the in this place sounds like a disaster because she is just firing people left and right. Right, all right. This, like... <laughs> It's like the bear or something. <laughs> like, like this, like, the bear is running a lot more, is more smooth than uh, Gigi's restaurant. Like, we find, like, later in the episode, Gigi literally, this is supposed to be a five, four-star restaurant. And Gigi, the chef, hires these two 15-year-old Americans. Off the street. No background street. check. No W-2. All because Cody describes the difference between two pastas to her. Does not say he knows how to cook them. No. So Gigi's needs to be shut down immediately. (laughs) Because what is going on over there? What if we walk through the back alley and Jeremy Allen White is out there smoking a cigarette? Like, literally. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could not get behind that. But they walk in and they ask for the maitre d'. And... Zach is like, I hear, well, Cody's like, are you the maitre d'? And Gigi's like, I am Chef Gigi. And Zach says something about like, I hear you make a pretty good meatball. And Cody comes back with a zinger and says, my brother won't be eating tonight. He already has his foot in his mouth. That was good. That was a good one. <laughs> and then, yeah, Points I was confused the why the chef was going up to the host stand, which of course is when she delivers the famous line, the reason we're here. The famous line. That she can get them in. I hope that, I hope that someone find that actress on Instagram and see if she's also posting. Because everyone's like, I hope Dylan and Cole post about their, their reservation. I doubtful. Yeah. I think Disney Channel's post is, is what we're going to get. No, of course. But I'm wondering if the actress who plays Gigi knows that tomorrow is also <laughs> her day that we are celebrating. Right. <laughs> I just love that it's from the Sweet Life on Deck. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. But then um, Mosby, of course, walks right in and he's like, reservation for Mosby? And they seat him. Which, I, beca- I, my theory was that because it's the chef at the host stand and she already dislikes them, that she would have just lied to get them to go away. I suppose. And not that Mosby necessarily... Because how would Mosby have known that he was going to be right there in Rome on that exact date 15 years ago? Because he didn't even know he was going to be on the ship. Maybe... Maybe it's like it just got popular. So maybe, maybe this was like I could I could see Mosby um doing this like a year in advance. Like he's like, oh, I'm going from the Tipton to the SS Tipton. I know at some point we're gonna dock in Rome. I'm gonna make this reservation now. A year in advance, I think. Because wait, wait, maybe because it was table for one, it didn't have to wait 15 years. <laughs> but if you have one person with you. Hey, you immediately have to wait. Or maybe years. she was just saying that because she was like, you need to come back when you're older and you have money. I don't know. I think <laughs> it was supposed to be so crowded. I it's a it's a throwaway line in a Disney Channel show that we're picking apart like fools. But you know. Yeah. Mosby. I this scene with Mosby and the twins at the table, I was just loving. Yeah, when they they're 
they want to come in and they're looking through the window and he's shooing them away. And then he's like, well, I only have one chair. And then it cuts to Zach sitting on Cody's lap. And then I was like, just get another chair. And the minute I said that, Cody pushes Zach off him and grabs this poor man's chair <laughs> and brings it to the table. And of course, Pratt falls, falling ensues, which I love a good Pratt fall. Of course. I of love course. a good Pratt, Pratt fall. And doesn't Cody call Zach a dip? <laughs> I think so. Right? A dip. That's my favorite. Like, a dip? I honestly oh, would have oh. just loved. I think I think it was something like Zach. Like he's like, oh, do you have any dip for this? And Cody's like, yeah, it's you. You are the dip, or something like that. <laughs> something like that. Uh, yeah, because so Zach, Zach is like, I Cody... need a dipper. Like, I need some yeah, ranch yeah. dressing over here. But of course, chaos ensues. It, classic sweet life chaos ensues, and Mosby's there, and Zach, Cody, and Mosby guilty by association. I'll get thrown um, out right as his appetizer is arriving. Damn. And Gigi, for this? Gigi turns around Again. after she throws them out and just does the like the chef hand. Right. She's like, ay, ay, ay. Be very Mario. <laughs> Hi. Um, so now we're back to London and her boy. This boy. They've been on a little date Luca. about town, apparently. Yeah, and Luca is going to Juilliard for music. For music, which y'all, everyone here should watch back the episode and think if that guy's Juilliard material. Why does Disney Channel only know one performing arts school? It's literally like every show, if they're going to school for performing arts, it's always Juilliard. If they're going to, sc- they're going to college in general, it's either Yale or Harvard. <laughs> Why? Y'all aren't all getting in there. Right. Some of these like, people would I have think, turned up rejection letters. I'm sorry to say. Like I want to say in the Hannah Montana... Miley and Lily go to Stanford. No, they don't. Like, I think that's what um, is, like, the thing. It's like, again, why can't you just go to, like, Malibu Tech? Uh, right. <laughs> I was going to say, those, with all the those traveling... are some UCLA girlies. Come on now. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. So, uh, explain, explain, like, so this is, like, when the con is getting, is getting set. His uncle comes or... out of nowhere again. Well, first she's like, oh, like, this is so exciting. You're going to go to school at Juilliard. Um, like, ooh, I love it. And his uncle comes up, whisks him away, says something about new reach or something, which res- prompts London to respond again. Because London reach. said that he, yeah, he just needs like $20,000 to pay her for something. He comes back um, in and says that his uncle disowned him. And that he yes. can't afford to go to Juilliard anymore, and he's going to have to get a job at, like, a pizza cone, pizza ice cream cone place. And London's like, no, let me pay yeah. for your school. And he says, okay, fine, but only only as a loan, I'll pay you back. And she just whips out a brick of cash and hands it to him. Of course. And then she, like, they're like, oh, we're going to go on a date later. She leaves. And Bailey, Bailey and London Come have in. a brief interaction before this where Bailey says that she has stopped wrapping herself in plastic wrap because it was giving her a rash. Yeah, and she has a coin purse. <laughs> she has a money, something. like, it's like a locked money belt on her body. Which makes more sense than wrapping herself but in But how that. is she getting a rash if it was only touching her clothes? Maybe she had leakage or something. <laughs> a leakage? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
Oh, my God. But London leaves after she gives him the money, and Bailey is crawling on her hands and knees on the ground. Yeah, and but, like, in between, we already talked about it, but in between then, that is when Zach and Cody get hired to Gigi's. Yeah. Um, right off the cause, street. Because Zach comes back with a pizza cone. Um, and so they're hired, good. and that's when Gigi... That pizza cone looked and that, tasty. It does. And, and that's when Gigi says... I, if there's any leftover food, you, we can all eat it tonight, but you yeah. just have to like, they, they usually fire They're right everyone. outside of her restaurant as she throws two cooks into the street and then she takes yeah. them in. Well, she takes in Cody. She says, you're hired and you can help to Zach. So that's what, but Bailey is crawling on the ground, hands and knees in between tourists feet, looking for the key to her money belt, which I guess she lost. And she overhears the uncle and Luca talking about how they're going to scam London out of her money. And How can Bailey hear that? He's going to stand her up for the date. He's not going to show up. And Yeah. Bailey stands up, and Debbie Ryan has the most like strange reaction to hearing those information. Sometimes, like, in these scenes, sometimes <laughs> I'm like, is this the first time Debbie Ryan is learning her motor skills? <laughs> Just like the way it's like she's computing, like it's very strange, like very, I guess, like very stiff actor. Yeah. And it's like, it's just like a 10 second shot of just her like processing this information. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. On the Roman streets. And we cut back to Bailey and London's room on the ship where Bailey is trying to. Which I have to make note. I wrote Bailey's bear necklace. (laughs) (laughs) It was cringe. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> it was big and chunky and, and bejeweled. And, and I forgot. It was just like a jolt of because we were off the ship for so long. Her coming back in her and London's room. I was like, oh, yeah, they're on a cruise ship. Yeah, they, so they like, spent like this? no time on the ship in this episode. But she's like, yeah. you're London. You're the mark. Like, you're going to be scammed. And London's like, I'm not the mark. I'm the London. Yeah. She, so you have to admire a... London's resilience to ever accepting a, a new fact or learning anything or letting any and thought also penetrate like, her brain. But that's also two jokes, two the same kind of jokes. The same joke happened twice. Yeah, exactly. Well, three times. Earlier was like, she also I'm, says the, I, I'm not Reesh, I'm filthy Reesh. Yeah, and then like, I'm not something, I'm a Libra, I'm not this, I'm London. Okay. Rule of threes do not apply with this. <laughs> that's that's not what this is. Yeah, that's this is just the same joke done three separate times. Mm-hmm. Which is like one I of just the good London jokes in this episode. I put in our you're reading Disney Channel, so I'll save it for later. But they okay. do kind of good tend to good. lean on that London joke throughout most of this. Yeah, and and they did it in the Sweet Life Zach and Cody as well. Um, but I don't think they've done it three times in one episode. They also do, like, right after London and Bailey are, like, kind of fighting about this, and London's like, he would not do that to me. I'm going to go freshen up. She walks into the hallway door, like, out into the hallway instead of into the bathroom. Well, that's just a classic sitcom. I'm storming out. I'm the wrong, like, I've seen it so many times where, like, I'm leaving. And they come (laughs) back like, well, this is my house, so you have to leave or something like that. London shows up to this date dressed like a bumblebee. (laughs) <laughs> and then they had then they zoomed on brenda song's face mm-hmm. like it's going out of style and of course she sits well first she sits on a bench waiting for luca and this old man 
sits next to her that we're assumed is supposed to be like he likes her, so that's why he's and London rightfully so pushes him off. <laughs> Maybe I was like, can we have not casted a um uh, a man like in his at least twenties? Maybe he just needed a place at least to sit. In his, like, 30s. Yes, but the way he looked was like, hey, girl. <laughs> and he was like they casted uh too much of an old older actor for that and bailey opinion. comes running in in her ballet flirts well well london leaves crying yeah because she's there he, for a long she, time and he stood her up and yeah. bailey comes running in in her ballet flats and she sees luca and she starts telling him off she's like you're this you're such a bad person we have a word for you back home on the farm icky Imagine her, like, cursing. <laughs> Bleep. <laughs> Bleeped it out. Bleep. That'd been funny. Um, well, then she goes, you're not just icky. You're s- super icky. And then he's like, I know. And she goes, on and she goes, wait, what do you mean you know? And, of course, the classic, well, it was my um, uncle's idea. I actually do like London. We need to, like, get him back. So... Now they're coming up with a plan to get the twenty thousand dollars. Is it twenty or two thousand? Twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand dollars. There was a line that they put a laugh track at the end of that was not a joke to me. Where Bailey's like, "We need to get the money back," and Luca's like, "My uncle, he likes to get money, but he doesn't like to give it back." Like, yeah, yeah. that's, I mean, you know, Disney can't have they can't have air um dead space if they think so it's funny. So their grand plan is for them to like scam the uncle, and Bailey comes back in as they're like, oh, we're I met somebody who's gonna sign me to do music. They're gonna make me famous. It's this world famous pop star, and Bailey comes in as Naomi Wyoming. In a red wig and a guitar necklace, she is saying, like, hey, y'all, and them country sayings. This is so crazy to me. It's a little (laughs) embarrassing, is it not? Yeah, like, she is in bad (laughs) Hannah Montana drab. (laughs) I know they were on the Disney lot, and Miley was, uh, and Miley saw Debbie Ryan in this bad red wig and this bad hannah montana costume like what the heck it's so weird that they're like going yeah, on over there let's make fun of our own show that's shooting like two <laughs> two studios down a lot i'm like well i wonder it's like i like i like i imagine i mean i can't it, it was just very bizarre it is really because it's really weird because we well maybe it's more of a Hannah Montana is real in this universe. So, but they never but say that strange. that's directly what they're doing. She's just a pop star persona that they made up. But it's it's Hannah Montana, Naomi Wyoming. <laughs> Who's to it say? It was just very like it's very like human. I mean, we know Hannah Montana exists in this universe because <laughs> she's been on the boat. Yeah, but what I'm saying is just very like. Hey, you're watching Disney Channel, and now we're parroting Disney Channel on this Disney Channel show you're watching. Yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. And then it gets weirder because they bring in the producer that's going to sign him, the, the hottest rapper in the world right now, Little Mose. 
Little Mosby. And Mosby is in on the scheme. When has he ever been in on the scheme? Yeah, and what's in it for him? I don't know. I I I guess guess, to help London I guess, yeah, I guess it's just because London's money is involved. But he comes in and is like just... Would you would you rather him be <laughs> since Debbie Ryan was playing Naomi Wyoming if Phil Loops was playing like a Billy Ray Cyrus type? Probably to really nail home the fact that this is Hannah Montana. I think that would have been funny, but this is what they wanted to do, and the scene goes on for way too long of just Debbie Ryan and Phil Lewis back and forth saying, "We're gonna make you so much money. We're gonna make you so much money. We're gonna make you so much money." Before and they're finally like, say, "How are we gonna do this? Debbie, Let's talk about it." Debbie Ryan over dinner. Debbie Ryan wishes, because she's doing her best. Miley Cyrus is Hannah Montana. The accent falls uh, off after like the second line. Of course. <laughs> and it's just funny because, I mean, I guess I have to watch. And it's been so long since we watched any of this stuff. I need to go back and listen. Does Miley Cyrus really have that thick of a Southern accent in Hannah Montana? I'm, I'm sure she does. Certainly at I'm, times, yeah, yes. she, That was probably a stupid statement. <laughs> uh. So now the, the trap is in set, and now we have to check back in with the twins. And, They're cooking. And Cody is, like, really wanting to try some of the food. And Zach is like, dude, just take a ravioli. It's not that serious. Goes to grab one. A knife gets thrown to it and it sticks to the wall. They're cooking. Yeah. Of course, of course, Cody, uh, Zach is goofing off and making Frosty the Dough Man. Which Cody squashes yeah. with a rolling pin, and they put like a walk like sound effect in that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's called, and he's like, "Here, now it's Frosty the Donut." Ha ha ha. ha 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 ha. I thought this was going to turn. I will say, the setup was Cody and Zach cooking. I thought it was going to go somewhere more chaotic than it actually turned into. I well, um, are you saying what happens isn't chaotic? Not, I thought it was going to be, we have so many orders. Right. Like well, there's only like, Ethel, what, like 10 tables in this place? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 10 tables. And to get a table for um, Bailey, Mosby, and the, and the Scammers, they're like, table for four. They're like, oh, sorry, we're booked out. And they're like, well, this is a famous pop star and a famous producer. He's like, oh, I never heard any of your stuff. And so Mosby does the song called Bang Bang. <laughs> Not to be bang bang with. into the room. Must be <laughs> did it first. Like, did you get the right? <laughs> right, exactly. And it was bad. Like not even funny. This bad. was, was like also like kind of a Liz Anya ripoff moment to me. Why? Because it's the same setup of like they're pretending to be pop stars and to get into this restaurant they have to sing some of their hit. Yeah. It's very. It's a Liz Anya Hannah Montana crossover. Yeah. Where. The, yeah, you have to sing a song, and hey, it, it, I think it would have been a really big ripoff if Mosby's like, it's like my song, um, napkin, napkin, like looking at something, and then you know, <laughs> so they they didn't go too far, but they went far enough. They hit, there were hints clearly, of it. There were there was there a bit hints. in the sauce. There were hints. A dip in yeah. sauce. Um, yes. speaking of sauce, well, Gigi Gigi gives them the table that's meant for the prime minister. Because the prime minister doesn't have a hit song. And she's like, ah, ha, ha, and just like throws the reserve sign over her shoulder. That would be bad, would it not? Like, they probably have your address on file and your tax information. Like, they can. 
Yeah. Seek you out. And then, even when the, I mean, the song wasn't even that great. I know. The fact that she just threw it away. And then when they find out what's actually lip- going on, because Bailey pulls a Hannah Montana and takes off her wig in the middle of the restaurant. <laughs> but back in the kitchen, um, they are looking at the plaque on the wall. And that's when Cody realizes that the restaurant has actually received its fifth star. And of course, in the classic Disney Channel way, he just wants to touch the star. The star falls off the plaque and into this giant vat of tomato sauce, which Cody goes tries to go diving into to get out. Zach kind of drops him into the vat of the sauce. And of course, Cody is covered in tomato sauce. Like tomato sauce, love. It's thick. He is swimming in it. What was going through Cole Sprouse's <laughs> mind filming this? And that's, like, so contaminated. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's shoes on, (laughs) full body, everything. Like, dirty, dirty hands. He says, I have tomato in places where tomatoes should never be. As opposed to where should tomatoes be? In your mouth, I guess. Mm -hmm. Oh. If you're eating tomatoes. Do you not like tomatoes? (laughs) I mean, I'm not eating a tomato. I'm eating ketchup. Sure. I'm not like I'm not eating a tomato like an apple. But of course, they <laughs> they see. My grandpa used to do that. He used to put salt. He used to put salt and pepper on a tomato and just like eat it like an apple. I mean, if you get like a fresh, I won't eat it like an apple, but like a slice of tomato, like with salt and pepper, fresh is is quite is quite good. You're barking. I'm 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 barking like a dog a little bit. Awoo, awoo. <laughs> I'll say a pee. I'll have a tomato sandwich. <laughs> I'm a southern gal. Um, Anyways. Um, Cody falls and he gets covered in like cheese and meats and things. And of course, Gigi comes back into the kitchen at that moment and fires him. Specifically fires Cody, apparently, not Zach. Which doesn't make sense because obviously Zach was covered in marinara sauce helping Cody out. Yeah. yeah. And like when they threw out Mosby for doing nothing. But then Zach somehow makes it all the way through. It's just to get the joke. It's just the joke at the end that Zach, who didn't care where they ate, really, he just was hungry, gets to have dinner with Gigi, and Cody can't. Zach That's won all the day. it is. And he's describing, um, like, cowboy spaghetti or something to her, and she's calling him her little little rigatoni or something stupid. Like, doing, like his, doing his best Larry the Cable Guy impression. Right. But that's all, yeah. But when we actually wrap this up, they... London comes into the restaurant. Somehow they they get the money brick back into the hands of um, Bailey and Mosby. Because I, yeah, I think they say they order... need 20K to cut the guy some studio time to record for him to get yeah. famous. And the uncle's like, fine. Yeah. So they hand over the money. And then London comes into the restaurant at the same time. And London has a good joke here, too, where she looks at her watch and she's like, you're four minutes. No, not the little hand. Four hours late. <laughs> I did like that. I did like that. Like, you really and, can't tell the difference between four minutes and four hours, my sweet summer child. Yeah. And, yeah, that's after Bailey. She's like, who are you people? And that's she's like, oh, it's Mosby. And Bailey takes off the wig. No, Bailey goes, de-wigs. And it's like, it's me, Bailey. Bailey. And then London is like, oh, thank you, Bailey. And whoever you are. To Mosby, oh, yeah. and Mosby like shrugs because he's not in that intense of a disguise. He could have taken off his hat and his bling. His bling. <laughs> his bling. 
Um, and, and all's well that ends well because London gets the money back. Yeah. And of course, we'll never see Luca again. No, but he takes it <laughs> from his uncle, walks around, gives it back to London himself and says he wants to live an honest life and, and be a working man. And his uncle's like, where did I go wrong with you? Right. I was like, take the money. <laughs> no. Well, it's okay. Well, and, and at the end, London decides to throw the money into the Trevi Fountain. She she says, I just threw more than that into the Trevi Fountain, which <laughs> Bailey and Mosby turn on their heels and go running. <laughs> right. She's like, I need those soggy dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> They're dollar bills nonetheless. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the tag is what we talked about already, yeah. where it's Gigi and Zach um, having a laugh, kicking their heels up. <laughs> While Cody watches through the window. <laughs> yeah. And Zach just closes the blinds. And Cody is probably starving, and he could have just gone to a McDonald's that I'm sure is around the corner, because there's McDonald's anywhere. Thanks. Um, but that was the sweet... Oh, God. Oh, yeah, the sweet life on deck. Sweet life when on in deck. Rome. 15 years later. Do you think 15 years later, Zach and Cody should go to Gigi's? Do you think it's worth it? I think Cody is probably banned from that establishment. He's probably banned. Do you think the ban has been lifted? It's been 15 years. Maybe there's... Uh, um, a, a time limit. I mean, how much do you want to bet that Zach walked out of there and was like, the food wasn't even that good, and so they just don't ever oh, go that back. Been, that would have been a great tag if, like, you don't see what he's eating, and Zach's like, Cody's like, tell me everything. What you have? What you eat? What you? What you smelling? He's like, meh. He was like, uh, <laughs> and like, it just, my just drives spaghettios would have been better. Yeah, it just drives Cody, um, crazy. Yeah, that like Zach, just like meh. Um, I think that would have been a better tag. Uh, I thought this was a fine Sweet Life episode. Yeah. It was okay. It wasn't the best. It wasn't like laugh out loud. There were parts of it that most... were, were good. It was fun to see when we watched Sweet Life. We mentioned it before that Zach and Cody were together the entire time. Um, and that's always fun because obviously Dylan and Cole have great comedic chemistry. Yeah. Um, The only, I just felt like the episode was overall pretty boring. Ooh. You think so? I mean, it was just like, meh, to me. I mean, it, biggest it I- is what it is. <laughs> biggest eye roll was Naomi Wyoming. Oh my god, that, that was not it. That was crazy to me. Because what did Miley think of that? Like, she's like, I'm this popular that my... Um, <laughs> my peers are now parroting me two stages down right you know and they are i don't like it's not even like a wink wink no it's quite shameless it's like hey we know you're watching disney <laughs> channel it's like hey it's and maybe it's because hannah montana is also disguised so let's disguise but that that hasn't stopped them it, it was just weird it was weird i don't know it's definitely a moment um it was a moment. Um, speaking of a moment, Becca has a moment uh, that she's bringing to the table because it's time for your reading Disney Channel. Yes, we haven't done one in so long. You're reading Disney Channel. Uh, you're reading Disney Channel is a segment we like to do on the podcast when we're talking about a specific movie or a TV show episode. And since we're talking about the Sweet Life on Deck episode, When in Rome, we are going to read a scene 
from this very specific episode. So, Becca, tell everyone what scene we'll be reading from. This is a scene between Luca and London. Luca. This is the scene where he comes to tell her that he has been disowned by his uncle and he can no longer afford to go to music school right before uh, Bailey finds out that they're actually conning London. Dang. All right, so am I Luca or are you London? I want you to do Luca because I, I know you said he was oh. a low-rent Paolo and I want to I wanna hear what you got. He is a, he is a low-rent Paolo. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I will do my best. And you know that, that actor's probably from like Florida or something. Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so I will be Luca. You will be London. I am so sorry for my Italian <laughs> accent that is about to happen. But here we go. All right. Three, two, one. Action. L- London. Luca, oh, I'm so happy to see you. London, I have terrible news. You don't like my new eye makeup? No, my uncle is very angry. Because of my eye makeup? No, forget the eye makeup, London. My uncle has disowned me. <sighs> Luca, I'm so sorry. This is all my fault. No, no, I'll be fine. Instead of going to Juilliard, I can get a job scooping cheese <laughs> at Pizza Nicole. <laughs> Let me pay for music school. No, I cannot allow Please, that. Please, I insist. I, I could never. I want to. Okay, but only as a loan, and I will pay you back. Don't worry about it. Here's $20,000. You carry $20,000 in your purse? <laughs> it's a small purse. Ooh, London, grazie mille. You're the best thing that has ever happened to me. I'll take this money to the bank. When will I see you again? I'll meet you back here in an hour for dinner. Perfect. Gives me enough time to change my eye makeup. I don't remember her going... Oh, and scene. <laughs> um, I don't remember going. her going on and on about her eye makeup. She did. What did she look like, a raccoon? That was the joke I thought was funny where he says, you just carry $20,000 in your purse. And she's like, it's a small you purse. Just you just... I just, the, for all the Lizzie McGuire movie fans, I just kept wanting to go, you shine bright at the light from the sun. London. L- Lizzie, who are we going to believe? London, who are you um, going to believe? This Mosby you've known your whole life? You, I do not lip sync. Anyway, <laughs> uh, all right, before we sign off, what is the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is that there's better ways to protect yourself from pickpockets than wrapping your ass in saran wrap. And you can also get your heart broken by Wrap- a pickpocket too. Wrapping your ass. <laughs> <laughs> from wrapping your ass. Um, I think my Disney Channel lesson is if you are at a restaurant and all of a sudden the head chef hires two teenage kids off the street to fix your meal and you're a five-star restaurant call somebody and get this restaurant <laughs> shut down immediately uh, down. Give, uh, give gordon ramsay a call and a plane ticket because something needs to be investigated right he needs to put those two pieces of bread on Gigi's face <laughs> and say like this is a what what is he saying? an idiot sandwich an idiot sandwich this is an idiot sandwich <laughs> um okay coming for Gigi's throat she should <laughs> Because she, she's stuffing horrible food, I'm sure, down people's throat. Well, if Zach um, and Cody cooked it, it can't be that great. Right. Um, all right, Becca, if people want to see um, you waiting for a uh, dinner reservation in 15 years, 
Where can they find you? You can find me waiting for those reservations on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O. Becca's Records on TikTok, Becca Stockner on YouTube. Or you can check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group at YGSSG Podcast. Um, and if you want to <laughs> follow me on any of the social medias, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, HK Martin on Twitter. But most importantly, if you want to follow um our social medias the podcast social medias to keep up to date about anything and everything that's happening with us um just type us in the time machine podcast you'll find us on all of our socials instagram twitter tiktok threads you'll find us there uh rate and review us leave us five stars on apple podcast and if you leave us a review we will read the review on the next episode and show you the love right back give us five stars on spotify if you're ever so kind um and talk to us on all the social medias uh dm us tell us what you like tell us what you don't like that's what, what you want to hear and tell us what you don't want to hear because we want everyone to have so much fun listening to this because we have um, fun making it. All right, y'all. Ooh, it feels so good to say that we're, we're back, back planning things again. Uh, we will be off next week for Thanksgiving, of course, but we will be coming back in strong at the top of December with the month of Mary once again. Mary. Ooh, I'm Just getting excited. In Just in time. I had Christmas and uh, I had Christmas. I had hot chocolate and peppermint mocha in the coffee today, and so my brain is like starting to get the Christmas sparks. Your brain's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It's red and green. Oh God! You you get a cat scan, (laughs) and your brain is red and green with jingle bells attached. Everyone's like, "Uh oh!" They'd be like, "I've never seen it this bad." It's like it's like in the it's like into Santa Claus when Tim Allen is um turning into Santa Claus like. Little by little. <laughs> me. It's like, does it look like a, does it like a little weight to you? You're not going to see me on camera this year because I'm going to be looking like Tim Allen. Anyways, uh, until next time, <laughs> we will see you later, time travelers. Always fuck your seatbelts. <laughs>